Running a pet business is no walk in the park. I've been there, done that, and sure have the campfire stories to prove it. That's why Pet Boss Nation created Camp Pet Boss, where you can relax at a beautiful lake, refuel your leadership confidence with our in-person activities, and reignite your passion for the pet business of your dreams with your pet industry peers and trusted experts. Camp Pet Boss is a one-of-a-kind business retreat that mixes conference learning sessions and camp-like activities for pet professionals and their dogs. When was the last time that you got away from your business, unplugged from the chaos, and reconnected with your inner entrepreneurial spirit? And I hope that you heard me, that your furry best friend could be there too. Get ready for the most amazing and unique in-person adventure for pet business owners and their dogs, happening this summer in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, August 27th through the 30th of 2024. Tickets will sell out, and one building is already booked solid, So I want you to hit pause on this podcast and visit camppetboss.com right now to make sure that you have a room reserved. Your ticket price includes all food, lodging, and seminars. Need another reason to secure your ticket early? How about a massive discount of savings of $850 off your ticket? That's right. Early bird pricing is happening right now, but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. I want you to think about the brands and or the companies that you buy from. Why do you keep purchasing from them? Has any company ever gone above and beyond for you? Was their atmosphere magical? Did they wow you with the experience? I mean, I really want you to think about this. When have you been surprised and delighted as a customer? It probably made your experience with that company really memorable. Maybe even something that you told other people about. Would you say that businesses who've mastered creating unique touch points for their customers have become destinations? They are true experiences. They are so special that people will pay more for their services and products. Uh, Yes, 100%. And especially in the age of the internet, online shopping and, you know, big business giants, it is more important than ever that as small businesses we make working with us a memorable experience. During training day five of Pet Business Bootcamp, I taught our rapid retention roadmap. It's a critical piece of customer retention to surprise and delight them. So my team pulled out this piece of our live workshop session to share with you as part of the last piece of our bootcamp highlight series here on the podcast. So take a listen, take notes, and then take action. Enjoy. Welcome to the Boss Your Business Podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candice Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. 
So, if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, let's get started. So how we do that, right? How we keep our clients happy is through a method of surprising and delighting them. Surprise and delight. So there's 12. I want you to, I'm sure there's more, but even sharing 12 with you is going to be a lot of info here. Okay. And I want to remind everybody that not all 12 will work for you in your business. Okay. Not all 12 will work, but most of them will. And we need to remember to think, okay, outside the box, like how could this work for me? Cause we have a lot of different niches and a lot of different sales channels. Okay. So the very first one is that you need to be bright and welcoming, meaning your physical space. If you have a physical space, is it inviting? Is it welcoming? Does, do you have beautiful signage or do you have dead plants out in the front in the planters or do you have broken windows or dark windows when people walk in? Does your team look sloppy? Or if you're a pet sitter, do you have a sloppy attire or does your team have like uniforms that they go and wear? Or do they look welcoming and polished and professional? If you have a website, is that really welcoming and bright and friendly and fun? Or do you still have a dated, old, clunky, non-mobile friendly website? That's really, really important. We want to surprise and delight. That's not even like, I mean, that's not even a surprise. That's just literally trying to, you know, get into the top of, of just running business like corporate America runs it. And so you are a small business and all the tools more than ever, the tools are out there for you to get this stuff easily and quickly online. The next thing you need to do is you need to hit all their senses. Think of the senses, like what does your business smell like? Can you incorporate a sense of taste into it? Is there a way that you can incorporate a sense of touch into the business? What does it sound like? You know, there are statistics that say that if you play certain kinds of music, that customers will linger longer in your stores. Personally, I noticed and now this might be different because I haven't had my store in six years, but when I had my store, if I played the Beatles or classic rock, people always stayed longer. So you play around with that in your business. There's a lot of opportunities here where you can start to think about what are my customer senses? So you might go, well, taste. Well, okay. So maybe there are treats that, you know, when we go to trade shows, some of the dog treat makers will have little uh, stickers or challenges inside their booth that encourage the person to actually try and taste the treat and say that they've eaten dog treat. So like you could do something like that if you wanted to, but what's kind of interesting too, is that let's say the pet comes into your business and I know I use dogs a lot. I'm sorry, but that's just the easy example. When you have the dog come in the store and you want to give it a treat, Instead of you giving it to the treat, you could hand it to the customer, you know, show the customer the bag, open the bag for them, let them smell the treats, let them pick up the treat, hold the treat, feel the treat, recognize the fact that this looks like a pretty cool treat. Let me give it to my dog. My dog usually takes everything. Oh my gosh, my dog just ate it. What are those treats? I want to buy those treats. (laughs) So like, that's a great way to introduce touch and smell and taste with the customer, instead of you just going, Hey, can I give your dog a treat? Oh, he's a good boy. Okay, great. Yeah. Let me know if you need any help. (laughs) Okay. That's that one example. What about touch? If you're a dog groomer, dog's got a mat, you're feeling the dog and you're like, Oh, this is going to be, you know, I can't really shave it down. You can show the, show the customer, actually have them touch the mat, feel the mat, show them what you're working with here An online business. If you're shipping people stuff, what else could you do differently that actually somehow can hit on these senses? Next up, we have bring the fun and the games. 
use contest spinners, scratch off cards, play bingo with your customers. These are all things that we teach our, our Pet Boss Club members to do is how to bring the fun and the promotions. Again, if you have an online business, you can uh, get plugins that let your customers literally like spin a wheel on the website for a discount. You could have your customers spin a wheel when they come in for the first time or for one of the other things I'll recommend here, actually, that could be great for that. Have some fun with them. Number four is to make them feel like a VIP. So I like to think about like, there's a fancy restaurant. We have one fancy restaurant in my town (laughs) because I live in a small town, but this one fancy restaurant, you know, when you make a reservation, what they do is they put your name on the table. So it's not just a reserved. It's actually like they take your name and they write it and your name is written on the table and it's held for you until you show up. So it's kind of like, makes me feel like a VIP. When we go there, it's like everyone else walking by to their tables knows who else is coming to the table. It's very kind of a cool little trick. So it makes me think about what you can do in your pet businesses. And what I've seen done is that you get a sandwich board, one of those sidewalk sign easels, a sandwich board. And then you could put the names of the dogs who are maybe coming for the first time for their first visit for daycare, or maybe the dogs that are coming that day for grooming. So when the person shows up, they're surprised and delighted that the fact that a sandwich board outside the business has their dog's name and you are excited and welcoming them into your business. You could do this in all different other ways too, right? You could feature your customers on your social media, or if it's a first time order coming through your website, you could celebrate that on your social media. I mentioned earlier today in the get it done session that my sister Krista has a children's subscription box called why and whale and an online store. And what she does in her Instagram stories, I don't know if she does it every day, but probably at least once a week. Or maybe she does it every day, but she'll go through her orders because she gets a lot of orders and she'll pick her favorites. Like she'll do screenshots. Hey, these were my favorite orders today online. And she screenshots it and she gives them some love. And she just obviously blocks out the people's names, but it's showing kind of what people are interested in buying and social proof that people are buying. And it urges other people to go check things out because they're curious, right? It's like voyeurism, like, oh, what's in their shopping cart, right? So you're showing and featuring clients making them feel special. Her followers follow her in her stories because they know she's going to do that. So they almost buy stuff hoping she's going to feature them. And then another thing she does is that sometimes she'll actually give them a, she gives away. Like sometimes she'll be like today, surprise, buy today. And somebody who buys is going to get their order completely free. I'll refund it all. So there are all kinds of ways that you can still do these ideas with online stores and websites. Next one here is the onboarding experience. We're going to talk about this a little bit further too, but onboarding experience, this is really important guys. What can you do here for the very first time someone starts doing business with you? Can you give them a welcome packet? Is there a series of emails that they should be getting? Could you make a welcome video for your customers? Could you call them the night before just to say, hey, can I answer any questions about our session? Do you feel like you have everything you need? Great. Could you shoot them a quick text message saying the same thing? So the number six, we've got our pre and post session consult. Like I said earlier on last night's, you probably are already doing something like this. Having a pre-conversation, a pre-sales conversation with somebody, and you could just package it as a pre in your own mind as a pre-session consult. Okay. Your onboarding experience. And I'm going to surprise and delight you by saying, Hey, you know what? Let's have a, a quick little consult. Maybe a talk before your dog gets groomed, a talk before our Um, training classes start with the group, a talk before do boarding with us, maybe before, you know, pre-consult, we talked about nutrition consults. And then you can even position a post-consult as like checking in. Okay. Well, how did your first week go at our daycare or our boarding facility? How'd it go? Let's have a quick little follow-up consult. And it's a great opportunity for you to ask the customer, is there anything that we could have done better? 
and get some feedback. It's a feedback opportunity. Maybe it's not an in-person consult. Maybe it's just a form that you encourage people to fill out. Up next, help them make friends. If you've listened to one of my recent podcast episodes, I talk about this. You know, we're in the business of community. All of us are. We are in local communities. We are working with pets. Pets naturally bring people together. Either it's a hobby, if you're like in the aquarium space, you know, some people treat that more like a hobby versus pets, or it goes all the way to, you know, having them as as children, right? Help them build community. And we do that by actually creating a community. Like I think Melissa Ripple was talking about making a Facebook group for her as part of her lead magnet and where she's going to really share value and grow her customers. You could build a community. You could introduce your customers to team members, like be intentional about it. I was like that in my store. What we did in my store is we made zones and it was like, there's the front person is in the front zone, the greeter. And then if some, and we had high margin impulse stuff at the front and at the back was somebody who was so knowledgeable about all the dog foods. And so the person who was the most knowledgeable about all the foods would sit at the back because I know that they could almost like close that deal, right? We were talking about how you close the sale. They were the ones who were going to close the deal. And I put people at the front who were more friendly and outgoing and could really like get people to, to buy, right? They were show, show, show all the stuff but maybe they didn't have as much knowledge and expertise in that other area. So we would use it as an opportunity. Yes, it was a sales opportunity, but we'd use it as an opportunity to actually tell, take the customer back and introduce them. Say, Hey, Sally customer, right? I would love for you to meet Yolanta. She's back here. She's going to be able to take good care of you and answer all your questions about dog food. She also has a, you know, Australian shepherd that she could tell you all about, right? So you find that thing that maybe connects them. Could be that she also has a dog. It doesn't even have to be anything very specific, but you are helping build relations, help them make friends. Maybe you host events and you actually intentionally encourage your team member to help them meet, help people meet each other. We do that in the Pet Boss Club. Actually, I was almost unintentional. Everyone's meeting each other and then they see each online and then they see each other at trade shows and in person or at our events. And then they end up becoming lifelong friends. Beth has been with us and Beth ended up going to Africa with another fellow club member. What I loved about that is I love seeing their pictures that go to Africa. And I thought, oh my goodness, they, they wouldn't have had that relationship if they hadn't been in this program with us initially and maybe never met. Who knows, right? So really, I encourage you to foster friendships and help your customers meet each other and make friends. Okay, next is swag. When we think swag, we mean your branded stuff or potentially even branded stuff of partners or branded stuff of vendors that you work with. So like a t-shirt like this, it says the Pet Boss Club on it. This would be swag. A tumbler, a mug, a poop bag holder, you know, squeaky tennis balls or tennis balls that have your logo on them, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. That's swag. You could surprise and delight with swag. Next up are surprise gifts. Actually giving the customer a gift, either something from your business or something that's not. Um, you know, at holiday time, we ended up giving our top, I think it was our top 10% of our, no, sorry, our top 20 customers, not 20%, our top 20 customers got a bottle of wine from us from the wine store that was on our street. And then we ended up giving something else, a fun surprise to our best customer, our customer who bought the most, we gave her actually, I think like a $500 gift card or something. Because when we think about that lifetime value, going back to the lifetime value, that person had spent, I think $7,000 with us that year in our store. <laughs> and she wasn't, she was like a customer turned employee. So she was also getting like 40% off everything. <laughs> so she had a lot of dogs, was buying a lot of stuff. So we wanted to thank her when she was, she had no longer been working for us. And I was just like, here's still another thank you because she was such a great customer. Her word of mouth in our neighborhood was fantastic too. So surprise gifts are always great. 
milestone gifts. Okay. Think of like the length of time somebody's been a client of yours, maybe on their year anniversary of having signed up for a service or easy milestone ones would think about like the client's birthday, the dog's birthday. Maybe it's milestones when people have hit a certain dollar amount with you. A lot of times we think of um, this as like through a loyalty program. People are spending a lot of money with you and so they're earning points. They, But you could say, okay, well, when someone does hit that $5,000 spend with us, we're going to give them something, a surprise gift or a milestone gift. I mean, I'm sure it's still a surprise, even if it's a milestone, but it helps you understand the reason you're giving the gift. Maybe it's for they achieved something, right? They've taken a certain amount of dog training classes with you, or they have come to some of your workshops about raw nutrition or something, and they've, they've hit an achievement level, or maybe they've referred a lot of business to you. Maybe they've sent you five new clients. And so you want to recognize that number 11 on surprise and delight are events. Thinking about customer appreciation events, holiday fun. You could even take your customers somewhere else and give them a discount on that deal. Uh, We did that for our doggy daycare clients around the holidays. I think like in November, we hosted a client appreciation party and we went to somewhere that was like a paint your pet night kind of thing. Like they brought their own wine. I think we ended up bringing the wine for everybody, but it was a ticketed event. They had to pay for it, but we worked with the place we were going and got a deal on tickets. So it was normally maybe like $20 less than they normally would have to spend. So our customers appreciated that. And you might think, well, why am I going to do that? Like they can't bring their dogs and well, it's a paint your pet and I, and it's for them to find friends. It's for them to bond and connect with you. And you know what guys, it makes great social media, right? It makes great content for social media and you're building memories, making memories with them. And then the last one I have here is happy mail. This doesn't necessarily have to mean like things you send in the mail. I mean, yes, it could, right? Sending thank you cards or surprise cards, thinking of you cards, or, but it could also just mean emails, text messages, Facebook messages. So this is kind of that pre-check-in, post-check-in, just wondering how it's going. All right. So these were the ideas that came to me. I was like, okay, these are the big things, high level stuff here to surprise and delight. I'm back now with you, our podcast listener. So our bootcamp participants loved this session so much that we've decided to actually expand upon it inside the Pet Boss Club, our monthly group coaching program, and offer additional resources that will help our members bring all of this to life. And those elements will be released for September 1st, 2023. To review what we just covered, the first one is to have a bright and welcoming business. The second is to hit all the senses. Third is to bring the fun. Fourth is to make them feel like a VIP. Fifth is to have a great onboarding experience. The sixth way is to offer a pre and or post consult. Seventh is to help your customer make some friends. The eighth way to surprise and delight is to give them some swag. The ninth way is with surprise gifts and 10th is milestone gifts. 11th is with events and 12th is happy mail. There are so many ways that you can go the extra mile to make your customers feel special. And if you're a Pet Boss Club member, keep your eyes peeled for all these new resources coming to you because you are going to beat your competition and win over every single customer, not just that single sale, but for the lifetime of their pet, they will be choosing you first. I hope that you join us in the Pet Boss Club. If you are not already a member, you can learn more at petbossclub.com. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Your Business podcast by Pet Boss Nation, your go-to resource for pet business owners and pet industry professionals. 
If you found value in today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so many others. Your subscription, which is totally free to this podcast, ensures that you never miss an episode packed with insights and tips and stories and strategies to help your pet business grow. And I would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review and rate the podcast because your feedback means a lot to what you love most about the show and it helps others in the pet industry discover this resource. And if you know somebody who could benefit from the information that we share here, don't keep it a secret. Please consider sharing it with them. We're better together and we can help build a thriving community of pet business owners and professionals in so many local communities. And if you want more, including links to the show notes or exclusive freebies and content that we provide, then make sure you visit petboss.com. That's where we have all kinds of goodies for you to grow your pet business and hang out with us on social too. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all by visiting Pet Boss Nation. Once again, thanks so much for being part of our Pet Boss community. And until next time, keep bossing your business.